Welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with HR leaders from around the world. The recruiting function operates in an increasingly complex work environment. Recruiters face a number of challenges, both internal and external, which impacts their ability to deliver effective results with agility. A new type of recruiter has evolved in recent years to meet the talent demands of today's global organization. Talent advisors are equipped with the skills and experience needed to strategically partner with the business on labor market conditions, intricate talent pipelines, and help the business get to the next level. I'm here with Greg Nurigan, Senior Director, Global Executive Talent Acquisition and Marketing at PepsiCo, to discuss the evolution of recruitment and the growing demand for talent advisors. Welcome, Greg. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me today. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and your role at PepsiCo? Sure. Um, as, as, as you just mentioned, I am the Senior Director of Global Executive Talent Acquisition and Marketing for PepsiCo. Um, basically, what, what our function does, we support all VP-level hiring and up um, globally for PepsiCo. Um, we have a small, small team here of what we call you know, seasoned search individuals who are true talent advisors, um, hence the topic today. Um, and we basically mm. execute the majority of our, our projects in-house, um, but then also obviously use search partners when we, we have a need. Um, but we like to think of ourselves as a best-in-class search firm operating within PepsiCo. And so, and so in terms of sort of scope across the, the globe, I mean, how many countries are you overseeing? So it, it basically the executive um, roles are happening in, in most of our major markets. Um, primarily, the executive roles are, are really here at headquarters with, with a sprinkling throughout the globe in a couple of our major hubs. So in, in your opinion, and as a very experienced um, talent acquisition lead, what has driven the demand for the sort of new type of talent advisors in today's market? You know, I think this evolution has been happening um, for a couple of years now, and I think I came from the retained search side into corporate and, and noticed, you know, a lot of corporate recruiters um, that were running process hiring managers and were not really advising and and partnering with with hiring managers. And I think what what we saw was a need because we are the experts within talent acquisition and when we we interview people day in and day out we know how to hire people we know really what we're seeing in the external market and i think what you're seeing with with hiring managers they may make you know one two three hires per year but they're not well versed in in, in really the selection of top talent because they don't do it day in and day out so i think hiring managers once we kind of gain that credibility are really enjoying having a partner at the table with them to help make decisions. Um, you know, and I think as, as we've kind of built this model, I think the, the era of, of having a recruiter forward a resume and wait for a decision is gone. I think once you have a recruiter who's a true talent advisor, it's extremely valuable for making the right decision the first time around. Um, you know, a, a good recruiter is, is constantly out there talking to top talent about trends and themes and, and really, you know, who, who, who are the people we want to be speaking to? Um, so those individuals really can relay that back to a hiring manager um, and really help drive the best talent to the table quicker than anybody else. Well, we, we've definitely seen that, you know, the talent, you know, a specifically strategic talent acquisition leader is, is it's critical to, you know, to a CHRO now. And it's, you know, a right-hand sort of man and, you know, identifying 
you know, sort of almost kind of workforce planning, isn't it? It's really kind of looking at, you know, far ahead what the organization can achieve and where the needs needs exist. So it's yeah, definitely becoming a lot more visible. We, we sort of see in the market as well from that sort of top level. Um, yeah, and I think uh, just building off that, if you don't mind, I think, you know, what what we do also um, is, uh, you know, we might execute 15, 20 searches a year, but we also yeah. play an advisory role of market intelligence and market, market mapping to either validate, hey, we have the best talent in-house, and let's not go outside and, and really expose ourselves, and let's make a decision before we go outside to maybe move an internal person. So I think that's also a key role that we play here as well as talent advisors. So as, as someone that's had you know, a plethora of, of international, global, and domestic experience, what, what are some of the key steps? you think that effective recruiters can take to, to build yeah. their careers and credibility as a, as a talent advisor? You know, I think there'll be, you know, let's say three steps, if you will. I think first and foremost, um, before you can even go to a hiring manager, is to really gain a deep understanding of the area you're recruiting. You know, you cannot advise if you, if you don't know the area well and, and you're an expert. So really talk to talk to people in the industry. Really get deep in the the functional area that you're recruiting in Ask questions about the industry. You know, candidates love to educate and talk to you about what they do and really be a sponge and absorb all that. Ask questions um, and use their knowledge to educate you. Um, I think second would be slowly, um, you know, insert yourself with hiring managers with key comments about what you're seeing in the market, what kind of talent you're producing, and, and don't overdo it. I think what I've always said to my team was, you know, what are the top three reasons you're presenting someone, right? And don't read... What is on the resumes? What are the top three reasons on, you know, your discussion that really puts them above the others that you've you've identified for this role? And provide insights from the conversation. Highlight areas um, that 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 you know the hiring manager has interest in that would relate to them and why they want to see this individual. This will this will really start to build your reputation as an advisor, the hiring manager, and they'll look at you in a different light. Um, third would be once you start to gain that credibility. It's, it's your job now to voice your opinion. And, and if you have a different point of view on a candidate than the hiring manager or the interview team, you know, voice it. You know, you're a recruiter, you're an expert, and use that knowledge. Um, the worst thing you can do is move forward with a candidate that you feel is not appropriate for the role, and you're just kind of listening to what the, the interview team is saying. You know, again, you have to remember, you're the expert, you're the one in the market with a pulse and the top talent, and use that intelligence to a- educate your hiring manager um, and the overall interview team in the debrief session. And you've had a, you know, you've had a background from you know executive search externally as as well as you know obviously internally in talent acquisition, talent now currently a talent advisor capacity. Would you say that having that sort of executive search experience at the beginning of a career kind of helps to see things from from a you know, outside market perspective? Do you think that's kind of necessary? I, you know, I, I do like you know executive search backgrounds that then cross over to corporate. Um, this mm. type of role is not for everybody, um, the in-house role. You know, there's certain people that love being on the search firm, but the executive search side, if you will. Um, but I think yeah. the, the people that cross over, and, and, and I have a, a superb individual on my team right now who, who has done this, and I think they see the value of going in-house, building a team up. And, and the biggest joy that I've, that I've enjoyed here is, is basically when you hire someone and they come in, now they're your hiring manager and you're helping build a team underneath them, right? I think that that's something that on the executive search side, you don't really see. You do one search and you go away until the next engagement comes up. This is more of a long-standing relationship and you can see um, 
you know, the fruits of your labor um, develop into a business plan and an organization getting built out. So I, I definitely like um, that retained search background. As, as someone that's had, you know, a lot of contact and, and sort of stakeholder management relationships with senior HR business partners and business leaders at all levels globally, um, what advice would you give to talent advisors on exactly sort of how to develop their strategic partnerships with their business leaders? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a great question. I think it's, in summary, you know, if you will, it's all about credibility and insights. You know, never go to a meeting a hiring manager or CHRO or whomever it might be empty-handed. Bring some, you know, representative bios, uh, uh, you know, for calibration or, you know, profiles of what they're seeking. And, and this helps show that you have a pulse in the market. Right, and I think if you go to the initial kickoff meeting with what you think the role might be, and bring a couple profiles, don't show them all. I think it really shows that 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 you know what's going on, and you're competitive out there because because you you know how to hit the market quickly. But don't overdo it, right? I think it's it's you know less is more, but it goes a long long way. Um, you know, when you leave the hiring manager of the CHRO's office, and they realize they're dealing with not a corporate recruiter but a true advisor, it goes a really long way. Um, you know, I've seen, you know, functions start from, from zero credibility and over time build a trust and an interest of senior leaders who are hungry for this market knowledge. Um, and that ties back to what I mentioned earlier, where while we're executing a certain amount of openings per year, we do a lot of competitive intelligence for what's happening out there. And, and you know you've really won, if you will, to get that partnership when a hiring manager calls you and says, hey, what's happening at this company in terms of talent? What, you know, what are you hearing out there? And, and by really always talking to individuals out there, you know that. Um, so I, I think that, you know, I think it's all about that credibility and, and the ability, mm-hmm. ability to advise. Um, but just think, it's not about a transaction. It's about being an advisor and giving great insights day in and day out to your leadership. Well, that was Gregory Norrigan, um, Senior Director, Talent Acquisition and Marketing at PepsiCo, to discuss the evolution of recruitment and the growing demand for talent advisors. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, subscribe to our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.